It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Washington football team, the Locked On Washington football team podcast brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Welcome new listeners, returning listeners to today's episode you haven't already please click the subscribe or follow button leave a rating and a review if possible it'll help other fans of the washington football team find the show just like you did i am your host for today's episode david harrison my co-host chris russell is off for today's episode he should be back for our wednesday episode in the meantime when we are not here you can typically find chris over the team 983 to 7 p.m eastern time monday through friday with his co-host there pete medhurst also find them and this show on the odyssey app also, Chris covers the Washington football team in writing for SI.com, and you can find him on Twitter at WrestleMania621. You can find me on Twitter at DHarrison82 and find the show at LockedWFTPod. We've got some good stuff, some players talking in the media, some media members talking as they like to do, as we like to do, making some predictions, making some statements that we're going to go over, catch up on from over the weekend. And first, guys, we're going to start off with running back Antonio Gibson. One of the main players, one of the main reasons people are so excited for this Washington football team, especially this offense, this season, this 2021 NFL season, and if he can stay healthy, if he can continue to build off of what he was already doing before his injury, then you know it's going to be great things. You know it's going to mean a lot for this offense. And he joined J.P. Finley recently to talk about the offense and really just everything going on coming into the season and in 2021. So let's take a listen to that, and then I will react after we listen to this clip. Again, this is Antonio Gibson, Washington football team running back, talking with J.P. Finley. Ron Rivera called you a scoring machine. I don't know if you ever heard that, but that's a pretty cool line from your head coach. How is it going into a season where you know people are expecting a lot out of it? I mean, that's just what I expect from myself. So it's, it's not, you know, it's not a lot of pressure in it from somebody else. Last year, I felt like I was cut short of, of what I wanted to reach. I was cut uh, a lot of short of what I wanted to reach. So um, I got big expectations for, of myself this year. So, you know, there's no more pressure on somebody else than in it. I am on myself. Like I said, this year is going to be exciting. I feel like if I can stay healthy, it's going to be something special. It's going on across the NFL where teams and coaches are encouraging their guys to get vaccinated. Have you made a decision one way or the other? Uh, I have recently. Uh, I made my decision. At first, um, you know, I wasn't for it. But, uh, you know, I got a daughter to think about. Uh, I'm around a lot of people um, up here, so I did it for her. How old's your little girl? Uh, she's about 23. I know there's like 23, 24 days now. Just the feeling of her recognizing your voice, uh, recognizing your face, and um, it's just a special feeling. Um, you know, when she got here, a lot of people said you cried, but I was more shocked than, than anything to see that the head come out. I was just like, what the but uh it's been great uh you know i just i'm ready to see her you know her journey uh along the way i'm not rushing it because you know i'm realizing she's growing so fast even just the weekends i'm coming back so uh i'm not rushing it at all but uh, yeah it's been it's been a great feeling all right so once again that's washington football team running back antonio gibson 
speaking with JP Finley about fatherhood, about his decision uh, to get vaccinated against uh, the COVID-19 virus. And of course, talking about this upcoming season and not just the excitement around the team, but also the excitement in Antonio himself. And on the other side of this break, we're going to get a little bit into that that anticipation of what Antonio Gibson and the Washington football team running back group brings to this offense because they were ranked against the other 31 running back groups by pro, pro football focus. So we're going to dive into that ranking a little bit and see if they're as excited about this offense and this running back group as Antonio is and as Chris and I honestly are as well. We have a lot of high hopes for this offense and for this Washington football team in the 2021 NFL season. And our high hopes might motivate us to put some money on their performances. And if you're motivated, put some some money on the performances coming up for the Washington football team. We want you to do so over at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action while you're waiting for football to come back. Baseball's in full swing. NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs are going on. UFC and MMA is around. Before the next match, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or on your mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Again, head over to that website, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code locked on bet online your online sports book experts is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Heading now into segment two here on Monday, the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm Dave Harrison on Twitter at DHarrison82. Find the show at Pod. My co-host, Chris Russell, off for today's episode. Find him on Twitter, though, at Russellmania621. And in segment one, there, guys, again, you heard Antonio Gibson talking to J.P. Finley about losing the, the end of his last season, about coming back this year healthy, making cuts, getting through mini camps and everything. I was looking forward to training camp, trying to get back on the field and really help this team do a lot of good things, a lot of excitement circulating with the addition of Ryan Fitzpatrick, the addition of Curtis Samuel, Adam Humphreys also, De'Ami Brown drafted uh, to go ahead and bolster this group. I mean, last year, it basically seemed like it was all on the shoulders of Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin and whichever quarterback was was in for that game. And then uh, Antonio Gibson, as long as he was healthy, J.D. McKissick, Logan Thomas also trying to chip in. But this year, you have a plethora, and that is a word that I don't use all the time because I think it gets overused a little bit, but this offense right now has a plethora of weapons, and it's going to be really fun to see it all kind of kind of come together and see who kind of rises to the top, which guys become kind of the hot guys as we go through the season. And you fully expect Antonio Gibson to be right in the middle of that entire mixture. For the Washington football team, though, and according to PFF, how do they rank against the other 31 NFL running back groups? Well, according to PFF, we're going to get right to the meat of this thing. Washington football team's running back group comes in ranked 19th out of 32. So a little bit on the lower half of the, uh, of, or the bottom half of the National Football League running back groups. And here is what they wrote uh, pertaining to this ranking. Again, Washington football team coming in 19th out of 32 NFL running back groups. Quote, it looks as though Antonio Gibson has a bright future in the NFL based on what he was able to accomplish in his rookie season. 
He finished the year with an 83.4 rushing grade, seventh among qualifiers at the position. It would have been nice to see Washington use a former college wide receiver in the passing game, but it was instead J.D. McKissick who received many of those targets. He led all running backs in routes run with 399 and targets 106 during the regular season. End quote. So that is what PFF wrote about the Washington football team running back group ranking them number 19. And I'm not really going to go behind them. I mean, you got the Cincinnati Bengals at 20, Buffalo Bills at 21, Chiefs at 22. Got it. I'm more looking ahead of them. And I mean, we'll, we'll jump right to the top here. The Cleveland Browns came in ranked with the number one uh, running back room. And of course, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, that combination there has been pretty good, especially when they're both healthy and they're both running at their best. Hard to argue there. The Indianapolis Colts, they have Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines. That is a very good running back group, and I was a really big fan of Marlon Mack uh, coming out of college there. Like Jonathan Taylor coming out of Wisconsin, Naheem Hines kind of seems to always be around right when the Colts need him to be. But Marlon Mack has a lot of those injury problems. Despite all that, he still has multiple thousand-yard seasons, so hard to argue with the Indianapolis Colts there. The New Orleans Saints with Alvin Kamara and then Latavius Murray coming in third. The Minnesota Vikings with Dalvin Cook. I think they're giving a little bit too much credit to Alexander Madison as a backup there, but not a bad uh, ranking there for the Minnesota Vikings backfield. Dallas Cowboys coming in fifth with Ezekiel Elliott and then Tony Pollard. We'll see how that turns out uh, in the regular season. Tennessee Titans, honestly, this I would take Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis above the Dallas Cowboys backfield. That's just me. Maybe other people disagree out there. They come in at sixth. But really, let's go back down and start looking at So that's your top six. Let's start looking at the teams that kind of came in ahead of the Washington football team. San Francisco 49ers come in at 18. And listen, I like pretty much all these guys. Anthony Sherman, really solid fullback. Kyle Juszczyk, easily my favorite fullback of today's game. Not really the the Mike Allstott or the Moose Johnson type of mold, but I love me some Kyle Juszczyk, uh, so I can't hate on him there. Raheem Mostert is the guy that PFF really kind of identifies here as leading the way for San Francisco's ranking and they wrote this quote injuries to Raheem Mostert in 2020 put a damper on what was another impressive showing when he was healthy and on the field Mostert is one of the fastest running backs in the NFL and an ideal fit in a Kyle Shanahan scheme that prioritizes big plays in the run game Mostert has put up rushing grades of 77 or higher in each of the past two seasons end quote and I don't disagree with anything they're saying obviously the grades are what they are but Raheem Mostert a very electric very uh, high potential running back when he is on the field, but I just and, and I'm not comparing game to game. I have more confidence in Antonio Gibson and his durability and ability to actually impact the game from an availability standpoint. Right, the best ab- ability for an NFL player is what availability. I feel more confident in Antonio Gibson's availability moving forward than I do Raheem Mostert. So I would definitely move Washington Football Team ahead just because of that. And yeah, Washington doesn't have a Kyle Juszczyk. They don't really don't need a Kyle Juszczyk. That's not really their style. You look at their wide receiver group, you look at Logan Thomas, the receiving tight end, much more than a blocking tight end. You look at what Washington is building from an offensive standpoint. They're not looking to run you over and plow the road. They're looking to run around you, over you, and under you, and then gash you, and then take advantage of those for some big plays. So I like what Washington is doing there. So easily, for me anyway, I moved WFT up to number 18. Then you have the Los Angeles Chargers with Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. That's a hard duo to really argue with. I really like Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. So I think probably I would give the edge there to the Chargers. But then you have the Seahawks at 16. And look, I'm taking the Chargers backfield. I'm taking Washington backfield before I take Seattle's backfield. And there's nothing really against Chris Carson. Again, a very good running back. Rashad Penny, 
I don't I don't know. He's he's been kind of hot and cold. You you see flashes of why he was so highly touted coming out of college, and then you see reasons why he was overhyped. I would definitely take both the Chargers and Washington over Seattle. So that moves Washington up to 17. Jacksonville, I like James Robinson. Travis Etienne hasn't even stepped on the NFL field yet. So I don't I, I wouldn't even consider him in these rankings, to be honest with you. Carlos Hyde, I like, but he's a role player at best. So, again, I'll take Washington over the Jacksonville Jaguars. New England Patriots with Damon Harris, Sony Michelle. I'd probably call that about a push. And then the Baltimore Ravens, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. I really like what J.K. Dobbins uh, showed as a rookie. I really like what he has moving forward in Gus Edwards. Also a capable running back as well. I would probably put those four teams, Ravens, Patriots, Washington football team, and the Chargers. I think i probably put all those guys right there together. So call them tied for 14th or 15th, whatever it is at this point so not a complete disagreement with these rankings and and that's a good thing uh but i do think maybe washington not getting quite enough credit but i mean really at this point we're splitting hairs as far as rankings are concerned but where we're not splitting hairs is with wide receiver terry mclaurin another one of those weapons on this washington football team offense and our boy your boy everybody's favorite one of everybody's favorite breakfast table nfl analyst peter schrager recently took to the airwaves, to the internet, to make to to give his top five most underrated wide receivers in the NFL list. Let's hear about it, and let's he's, let's see where Mr. Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry, comes in on this list. Let me give you my top five most underrated wide receivers in the league. Break out your pens and break out your keyboards. Tweet at me if you disagree. I'd love to hear it. Number five. I'm starting off with Allen Robinson with the Chicago Bears. I think Allen Robinson is known as a good receiver, but I don't think we talk about Allen Robinson as a great wide receiver. And over the last few seasons, that has been exactly what he is. 2020 or NFL receptions leaders, those first five names, those guys are all all pros. Allen Robinson was sixth in the league in receptions last year, and he did it with a rotating door at quarterback with Trubisky and Foles. And now he's got another two quarterbacks in Dalton and in Fields. He's on the franchise tag, so we'll see. But I think Allen Robinson, going back to his Jacksonville days, when he and Blake Bortles put up big numbers, has long been one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. You know, he comes in that same draft class with Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham and Sammy Watkins. This is another one of these guys, Devontae Adams included, all from that draft class. We very rarely consider him in that conversation, and yet I think he is one of those guys. Allen Robinson's number five on my underrated list. Number four, how about we go to Washington with a guy that we have really gotten to know over the last few years, Terry McLaurin, the wide receiver for the Washington football team. Let's take a look at McLaurin, who was drafted in 2019 versus two of the other guys drafted in 2019 who are far more celebrated. It's got more reception, uh, more receptions here, 21.1, 29.1, and 32.4 for the receiving touchdowns. Wow. Th this is a guy that deserves to be discussed in the same breath as AJ and DK and the rest of them. And again, nothing against Dwayne Haskins, nothing against Tyler Heineke. The guys that he's been catching balls from have not been Ryan Tannehill and certainly have not been Russell Wilson. The hope is that he and Fitzpatrick can get together and have a great start with the Washington football team in 2021. But I think the numbers and the impact that Terry McLaurin, who is not a first or second round pick, has put up in his first two years deserve to be recognized. He is number four on the list of most underrated. Number three, let's go to the Los Angeles Rams. What does Cooper Cup need to do to be considered an elite wide receiver? All I know is that every year since he was drafted, he comes in and puts up monster numbers, 
is a nearly impossible guy to cover, blocks, runs the ball out of the backfield, and is just one of those dudes that defensive coordinators always mention when discussing who the toughest players to cover and game plan for. Always shows up in big games, always makes big plays, and is clearly, clearly an LA Rams wide receiver that is a menace for defensive coordinators. Now you throw in Stafford throwing him the ball, Look, I'm not gonna underestimate the relationship he had with Jared Goff. Remember, they were roommates together before Cup's rookie year. They shared an agent, they were best friends. But I think Stafford might be able to unleash an even different part of Cooper Cup's game, that is the deep ball. And I think he's not the only Los Angeles Ram on this list. I go from number three on the Rams to number two being on the Rams. Bobby Trees, Robert Woods is to me the second most underrated wide receiver in the NFL. And I look at his last three seasons. This is all real. Like, we don't talk about Woods as a top 10 receiver, but when you go targets, receptions, receiving yards, yards after the catch, he always plays. He's the captain of the Rams team, and he always is making the toughest blocks in the run game. He does it all. I think he's the most versatile wide receiver that we don't talk about. When you talk about deep pass, Underneath, handoff, blocking, does it all. We, we joke that Troy Aikman is always talking about Robert Woods and that he must be his favorite player. There's a reason for that. When you watch the film and you talk to other coaches, Robert Woods' name always comes up. He does it all, he's selfless. He's gonna be wearing a new number this season as he's making the change to, oh, appropriately, number two. The number one most underrated wide receiver in the league is a guy whose teammate we talk about a lot on the other side of him and a quarterback who we talk about endlessly. We don't really often hear his name. Tyler Lockett is the most underrated wide receiver in the entire NFL. You look at some of these catches, and I, you know, I could go through the stats, and we can talk about just how impressive he's been, because he has been that. I mean, he's got 28 receiving touchdowns over the last three years, which is fifth in the NFL, and he's one of just three players, Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey being the others, who have more than 100 catches, more than 1,000 yards, and more than 10 receptions last season. But it's always the catches to me. What he does is what receivers like him cannot do. Look at this one here against the Arizona Cardinals, a toe drag. How about this one deep against the Panthers in a huge play last year against them? Tyler Lockett's footwork is as good as anyone's. His hands are as good as anyone's. His numbers are as good as anyone's. There's nothing to take away from his teammate DK Metcalf, but I think Tyler Lockett might be the player that the defensive coordinators lose sleep more over. Tyler Lockett is the most underrated wide receiver, not only in the NFL this season, but over the course of his career. This list right here, all of these guys are legitimate number one wide receivers, and yet they don't get mentioned in the same conversation as Julio and DeAndre, and of course, the new breed that we're getting with all of these young wide receivers that are tearing up the league in their first few seasons. All right, guys, again, that was Peter Schrager of Good Morning Football NFL Network with his top five most underrated wide receivers in the National Football League. Washington football team wide receiver Terry McLaurin coming in fourth. And you know I love to argue me a good rankings list, right? But it's kind of hard to argue a rankings list like this one because you're basically arguing how much credit each player is. It's not a talent measurement, right? Basically, all five of those guys, incredibly talented, super talented, very versatile Guys, every single one of the guys on that list, they can play in the short game, they can play the intermediate, and they can hit you deep. So, I mean, every single one of those guys is versatile in their own right in the way that they execute the game. 
It's really just a matter of which receiver do I feel like doesn't get enough credit compared, you know, commensurate to what to what their performance brings. And I would say, honestly, if I had to go with it, I would say that probably Allen Robinson is my number one, you know, most underrated wide receiver just because I feel like he really very quietly has been one of the best receivers in the National Football League. And I don't mean one of the best receivers in the National Football League in the way that, like, you know, Cooper Cup, Terry McLaurin, all those guys. I mean, like, one of the best as in, like, up there with DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams, those types of guys. When you look at what he's been able to do with the quarterbacks he's had, uh, it, it's really impressive stuff. But Terry McLaurin also kind of doing the same thing. I mean, you look at all the quarterbacks he's played with and had to go through, you know, due to benchings, injuries, what have you, whatever it is, he has never really had the opportunity to get into a rhythm with one signal call, with one passer in his NFL career and really kind of showcase what he can do getting comfortable with a quarterback. And hopefully he's getting comfortable with Ryan Fitzpatrick already through training camp preseason. We'll get even more comfortable and we can only pray to the football injury gods that uh, Terry McLaurin and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick get to put together a full 17 season or 17 game regular season so that we can really see what Terry can do when he's got a quarterback that he can just work with, uh, uh, bond with, and really kind of take advantage of. So really great list. Terry McLaurin coming in for there, not going to really argue it too much. Allen Robinson, one of those guys we talked about on the show, we were hoping he wouldn't get franchise tagged. And if he didn't, we were hoping he would give Washington a chance, come in for a cup of coffee and that the team would convince him to be a part of what's going on. That would have been absolutely amazing. Curtis Samuel is no consolation prize. I'll take Curtis Samuel, take Adam Humphreys, take Deami Brown. Still a very exciting Washington football team offense. And I also want to real quick before we move into the next segment break, I want to give a shout out to Bill Horgan uh, on Twitter at Bill Horgan. That's H-O-R-G-A-N 2005. Uh, Bill Horgan, writer for hogshaven.com, SB Nation's arm that covers the Washington football team in writing, has a really good breakdown of Terry McLaurin following these comments from Peter Schrager as well and his ranking as an underrated wide receiver in the NFL. And then Bill kind of took it and went to uh, some other layers with it. If you haven't read it already, again, highly recommend uh, that you go do so and then give Bill a follow there on Twitter. Something else, guys, that I highly, highly recommend you do is check out Built Bar. If you haven't already, check it. If you haven't already checked out the best tasting protein bar on the market, I highly recommend you do so. They've got nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor. I ordered myself a box of Mocha Love. I'm still going through them. They're amazing. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you've been listening to the show, you already know. Mine's mint brownie. Chris loves the peanut butter brownie. But plenty of people also have a lot of love for the coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's literally a flavor for everyone. If you don't know what your favorite flavor is, get yourself a mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. You can figure out which one you like the best and then go from there. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bar on the market, but they're also healthy. Most of these flavors have 17 grams of protein while bringing just 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. Order yours today, get that mix box, get your favorite flavor, whatever. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off that order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Today's episode also brought to you by rockauto.com, who reminds us that one reason to repair and maintain our cars is to save money so we can use it for more important things like protein bars or whatever else you decide to spend those savings on. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership when you can go to rockauto.com, a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years with an incredibly unique and remarkably easy to navigate catalog that'll let you quickly see all the parts available for your car 
and choose your brand's specifications and the prices you prefer. The rockauto.com prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Again, why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com back now to wrap up today's episode of the locked on washington football team podcast david harrison on twitter at dharrison82 the show locked on washington football team podcast on twitter at locked wft pod my co-host chris russell offered today's episode find him on twitter at russellmania621 speaking of chris russell before he hit the road for his vacation for his much deserved well-deserved family time with his children uh he he dropped a little bit of written work for si.com like we mentioned at the top of the show covering your washington football team for si.com and what he did is he found commentary from dan orlovsky of espn talking about his nfc final four prediction for the 2021-2022 nfl season playoffs and for obvious reasons washington football team fans highly should be highly interested in hearing what dan has to say and hoping that his prediction comes true yeah i love that one tim i'd say the washington football team i think first of all this offense is going to be predicated on a ton of speed it might be the fastest offense in the nfl we're talking terry mclaurin on the outside then they got curtis samuel in free agency mclaurin is becoming one of the best receivers in the nfl not just one of the best young ones Fitzy's going to have a ton of weapons to throw to. Deami Brown out of North Carolina is a huge selection. And Antonio Gibson at tailback. Those are four guys that have absolute gas offensively. Again, I'll say it, this could be the fastest offense in the NFL. Now, Fitzy has those roller coaster rides, right? Because he plays with no fear of failure. He's just going to play that YOLO, Chuck and Duck style of football. But he plays his best when he's got a defense that can bail him out a little bit. And that's what he's got in Washington is a dominant defense. I think Washington has the chance to be an outstanding football team and certainly winning that division and then making noise into the playoffs. All right, guys. So there is Dan Orlovsky again of ESPN talking about his pick of the Washington football team to be one of the teams in the final four in the NFC playoffs this year. Also selecting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. And I will tell you that I don't agree with one of those teams I'll let you figure out which one you think I don't agree with. Uh, If you don't agree with any of those teams, by all means, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up in the email or in the voicemail line and let me know who you think your top four are going to be in the 2021-22 NFL playoffs for the NFC side of things. And we'll go over your takes and your predictions as well on this very show. But guys, I think there's there's an obvious trend, right? You talk about Antonio Gibson, uh, excited to see what this offense can do, his role with the offense being healthy being back, being that dual threat, you know, J.D. McKissick also being kind of that dual threat running back, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Adam Humphreys, not, doesn't have the long field, you know, the the downfield, you know, speed uh, that some of these other guys have, but he's got a lot of shiftiness and agility, uh, quicker than fast type of guy who works really well underneath the defense when they're busy covering the top end uh, because guys like Terry McLaurin, De'Ami Brown, and Curtis Samuel are threatening them uh, down the field. So a lot of versatility in this offense. And then you hear, you know, the, the ranking of Terry McLaurin, everything that Peter Schrager had to say. And then Dan Orlovsky talking about this could be the fastest offense in the National Football League in 2021. And I, and I couldn't agree with him more. I'm telling you, it's going to be really exciting whether 
you're back in the stadium with everybody else. Like I hope all of you are going to get a chance to, whether you're watching it from home, whether you're watching it from your favorite sports bar or restaurant or whatever, however you're consuming your Washington football team this year, man, that defense, you already know that defense is going to be next level. And this offense has looked to have, have improved a lot uh, over this off season. Can't wait to see it all take place. We are, about five, six weeks away right now from training camp, and that's when we're going to start getting our first real taste, real look at what this offense is going to look like, what the defense is going to look like with some of the questions they have with certain positions. But, man, it's it's exciting to think about, and we're, we're very happy to be here to talk with you guys about it, happy that you guys are taking the time to listen. If you want more sports news, get it with Locked On Today podcast. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. But, guys, even more – Chris and I want you to be a part of the show. Whether it's a question, a take, or a topic you want to hear us discuss, send those in to the LockedWFTPod at gmail.com email address or call in and hear your voice on this show. Just dial 301-615-3577. Make sure you leave us your name, where you're from, drop your question, your take, your topic, and we'll make sure to get to it. Again, we have some voicemails in the queue, ready to go. I want to wait till Chris is back so we can both address your guys' thoughts. But keep them coming, guys. We're going to get to them all. So if you don't hear it right away or you don't hear it in the next episode or two, don't worry. We're going to get through them. You will hear it on the air here, and we will discuss the topics you guys bring up. Until next time, guys. Again, I'm David Harrison, your host for today's episode on Twitter at dharrison82. My co-host, Chris Russell. Find him on Twitter at russellmania621. Find the show at LockedWFTPod. If you're out and about, please be safe. Be kind to one another. And thank you for joining me right here at the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.